The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So Premier Jason Kenney garnering all sorts of attention following comments on the weekend. Um that if officials in Montreal decide not to reinstall a statue of John A. Macdonald, Alberta would be happy to take it and install it on the Alberta legislature grounds. He made those comments on 630 Ched's Roy Green show this weekend. I'm heartened, however, that the mayor of Montreal has subsequently uh, said uh, publicly that, that they intend to uh, to preserve this, uh, to um, restore the statue and apparently reinstall it and protect it properly thereafter. I'm pleased that the Premier of Quebec has condemned this attack, that uh, the f- a former leader of the Parti Québécois has condemned this vandalism, but so far our Prime Minister has not. Uh, but today the Prime Minister did address it. Justin Trudeau says he is disappointed by the vandalism says he understands the impatience and frustration of Canadians facing systemic racism but he says his government is moving forward to address the issue that means tackling systemic discrimination everywhere it exists taking significant measures to make sure that Canadians are safe and aren't facing extra barriers that are inherently unfair we have a lot of work to do but uh, choices like this to rely on vandalism to uh, advance causes is not going to help anyone move forward the right way. So protesters, you've probably seen the video, they unbolted and then pulled down and spray painted the statue with graffiti. The head was knocked off. There's long been calls and petitions in Montreal uh, with thousands of signatures, in fact, uh, calling for uh, the statue to be removed. Uh, Premier Kenny said that it is right to debate the life and legacy of Canada's first prime minister, but wrong to, quote, allow roving bands of thugs to vandalize our history with impunity. These are uh, basically people of a Marxist extreme left political ideology who believe that that in, in using violence and that's what it was. It was violence against a, a public property against a symbol of Canada. The premier went on to say he believes the protesters hate Canada and questions then why do they stay? Not only do they hate McDonald, they hate the country he created. My response to them is, then why do you stay here to enjoy all of the rights, privileges, benefits and prosperities offered by this country, which would not exist were it not for McDonald? There is at the heart of this a gross hypocrisy. The premier added that McDonald was an immigrant who overcame, quote, unimaginable personal trauma to create a country from divided factions. And of course, critics say McDonald was an architect of the residential school system. You know, it is important that those schools, um, some of them opened decades earlier, but he certainly didn't do anything to change them. And in fact, he supported them as well as he led starvation tactics against indigenous people on the prairies and executed Louis Riel. Dr. Dwayne Brad is a professor of political science at Mount Royal University. He joins us this afternoon. Welcome back to the show, Dwayne. Hey, Jalen. First off, can we start with some of this language that the Premier is using? Um, extreme left-wing Marxists who believe using violence, they hate McDonald, hate the country, anarchists. What do you make of that? 
Oh, uh, it's typical rhetoric that comes out of Jason Kenney's mouth. And, and I really dislike the love it or leave it sort of uh, analogy that he's he's giving. Um, I, I agree with Jason Kenney uh, that uh, the, the statue should not have been torn down. Uh, and that puts me um, with, you know, the prime minister and the mayor of Montreal and the, and the premier of Quebec. But the harsh rhetoric of Kenney, um, as well as this idea that, well, we'll just put the statue up in the legislature of Alberta. There's nothing stopping the Alberta government to put up a statue of John A. Macdonald. They could have done it last week. They could have done it 10 years ago. The fact that he's talking about it now is because it was torn down. Mm. It was torn down in Montreal, and it was torn down by groups who are calling for the defunding of the police. And you're thinking, well, what's the connection between tearing down a statue of Macdonald and defunding the police? Well, the origins of the RCMP mm-hmm. go back to the Northwest Mounted Police putting down uh, the, the reality rebellion. So I think there is a linkage there. Plus, they tore it down because he's a prominent Canadian. It's a prominent statue in a prominent place in, in Montreal. It was put up in the 19th century. And so, yes, you, you take it down. Yeah, yeah, okay. So here here we go. And, and this is a conversation that we've, uh, we're seeing uh, being played out uh, in Europe, certainly in the United States, and of yeah. course right here at home. You, you believe that it shouldn't have been torn down. Do you think that there could be discussions, you know, how we handle this moving forward, that we have thoughtful and respectful conversations about this? Or do we, you know, modify them? Do we add to the other side of it as There's well? There's lots of other options. And I went on this week. And, and I said, you know, um, who decides what monuments stay up? Who decides what monuments go down? And mm-hmm. I quoted uh, Senator Murray Sinclair, who chaired the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And, and he said it's not about taking down statues of uh, historical Canadians. He goes, that, that would be an act of revenge. He goes, it's about promoting and honoring and putting up statues of prominent Indigenous people and mm-hmm. Indigenous heroes. And, and that I would agree agree with. This idea, well, they can learn it in the history books. Well, history is very complicated. It's very long. You can't cover everything in in detail. And public symbols are a form of public history. And that is why it's not just statutes. It's why we have portrait galleries. It's why we name schools and airports and roads after people. I went to Louis Riel Elementary School. Mm -hmm. I went to Nellie McClung Elementary Mm -hmm. School. And by doing both of those things, I learned about Louis Riel and Nellie McClung, two very different Canadians, uh, both who have statues now and both have mixed historical records. We may want to tear down their Mm -hmm. statues, um, but I think there's value into that. And it's not just in politics. We do it in sports. We do it in arts. We do it in business. We do it in a nonprofit. um, We do it in the universities where we name things after people. Um, And people have complex histories. And you went through some of that when you described uh, John A. McDonald, mm-hmm. and you have to put him in the context of his his time, where yes, um, you know we've we've apologized, we've given a formal apology for residential schools, but they existed up until the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we should? 
tear down statues of every prime minister from McDonald to Cretchen. I don't think so. I think we put up statues of McDonald because he was the father of Confederation, the first prime minister, built the railway, uh, brought in the, the, the national policy that helped industrialize uh, Canada. There were lots of really positive things. We didn't put it up because of cultural genocide, which he also committed. Mm-hmm. But but isn't it then, you know, it, doesn't that play a huge role and maybe why it should come down? And if we are committed to reconciliation, Dwayne, that that is something that we really, really have to take a, a hard well, I think look it's, at. I think it's a hard uh, conversation to have because then it would be, okay, what about Laurier? Let's uh-huh. look at Laurier's record. Yeah. Let's look at Tommy Douglas's uh-huh. record. Let's look at the famous five. Let's look at Louis Riel. Um, so there's history is messy and and historical perspectives change and changes have occurred we changed the flag um, in the 1960s and people now don't realize how controversial that was John Diefenbaker who was opposition leader at the time called it rewriting history and he refused to acknowledge that now we take it for granted Uh, it was just not that long ago that we changed the name of the Langevin block and the Langevin bridge in, in Calgary because of his association with with residential schools so I think there is a process for making these sorts of adjustments, for adding more disclosure plaques and, mm-hmm. and things like that, as opposed to a group of individuals who decide on their own that they will be the judge and jury of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. What do we lose by taking these statues down? And, and what do we gain? What do we, do what, okay, what do we lose by taking them down or keeping them up? Oh, I, I think it is. So taking it down would be a recognition that of, of John A. McDonald's role in institutionalizing residential schools, his role in the Riel Rebellion and executing uh, Louis Riel, uh, of a policy of, of starvation after the, the buffalo and the bison uh, disappeared. Uh, that is what we would gain from that. But by losing that, we may also lose who... John A. McDonald was, both his positive but also his negative. So if we removed him, we're removing that symbol of cultural genocide and the deaths of of, uh, prairie um, indigenous people. But would we still be talking about the role of what John A. McDonald did if we didn't have these symbols to attack? Yeah, I'm just, I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around the fact that we would lose history by taking down a statue because it's in the books it's in classrooms yes and as i said that that does occur for those how many hours would a kid have in high you know in high school and elementary school of history uh how many people take university classes well Mm -hmm. i took a number of history uh classes as a political scientist i spent a lot of time on history there's lots that i don't know Mm -hmm. so we would lose that that's why we put up these these public displays that's one of them and as well to honor the really good things he did in helping to create mm-hmm. modern Canada. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's a, it's a it's a controversial debate. Oh, it, it, it is. Just... I we into that on on Twitter over the week. Oh.
weekend, <laughs> and I received all sorts of comments. So yeah. some that said, well, the police allowed it to occur because George Soros paid them off, or Justin oh, Trudeau told them to step down, and, and you know, they're all francophone police, and they, they hate McDonald to begin with, and then others, you know, saying, of course they should, and we should take down every statue and, and rename everything after McDonald uh, because he was a really horrible person, and, and so it, what is a, a very complicated discussion yeah. has been all that nuance has been lost and you're either uh, pro-genocide mm -hmm. uh, or uh, you're, uh, uh, you're, you're you're trying to, to keep history the way it is. It, it is quite complex. Yeah, without a doubt. And it's, and it's tricky judging the past with, you know, a modern eye, isn't it? Presentism is, yeah. is what we call it. And, and looking at, at that, uh, you know, who would, who would stand up uh, to, to all of this? Mm, interesting. Dwayne, always good to talk to you. I appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks welcome, so Jaylen. much. Yeah, Dr. Dwayne Bratt out of Mount Royal University this afternoon. So, yeah, I, here's the thing. I, I went to Sir Johnny McDonald Public School from grade two to grade uh, six in Belleville, Ontario. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I knew Johnny McDonald as uh, the first prime minister of, of this country. I knew very little about the... Um, um, the other side of him and what he was involved with, with, resi with residential schools, with Louis, Re all of that sort of stuff until much later in life. I'm not sure if I, and again, I might've been taught it in, in school at some point, but I had forgotten about it. And again, I, it goes back in part to me thinking that maybe we need to do a little bit more of a, of a refocus on what it is that we are teaching our kids in school. It's been a long time since I was in grade six, Trust me, um, but I, I wonder about that. When it comes to Terry, I'm still wrapping my head around whether or not statues are that immensely important to 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 Canadian history. Um, I, I find it hard to believe that maybe a kid would go up to a statue of. John A. Macdonald and read and say, oh, the first prime minister of, of, uh, of uh, the country, and maybe go home and Google it and, and spend a whole lot of time. Does, does that happen? I'm not sure. Um, I am, as you know, uh, a military history buff. I have traveled Europe, going to all sorts of different memorials and monuments, but they've been memorials to locations where battles happen, not to a, to a, a singular person. So I, I think that is a, a little different. Do we need to take them down? I, I, was, I was watching... I was watching a 60 Minutes episode a couple of weeks ago when everything was happening in the States with the, with the Confederate statues being torn down. And uh, it was a fellow, it was a black man, actually. He was a, history, uh, he was a history professor and someone who works with uh, the teams deciding about statues. And he suggested what he would like to see in many cases. And we've talked about this here. It's been talked about with Frank Oliver in the, in the, the Oliver community about maybe we keep it there, but we add to it we add to it in some way to expand on it to give a more robust um a robust view on both the good and bad or do we put them in museums where we can do the same thing
In New Orleans, where a number of the Confederate stations have been taken down, they've been hushed away into a into a building where it's, you know, secret, secret. No one knows where they are. They're not sure what they're going to do with these.